Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. All right, welcome everyone to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you being here. We're live here until 1 p.m., so that means if you want to participate in the discussion, give us a call, 585-346-3000. We're live here at WYSL. But, of course, shout out to our friends over at WACK out in New York at WENY, the Patriot down in Southern Tier, and our friends listening online, too, on Facebook, on the Free Solution Facebook page, on the Kevin Wilson Facebook page, on the Kevin Wilson Twitter, and A Free Solution on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe there. And the podcast listeners as well. We have a growing podcast audience, too, so I know you guys listen to it later. I get it. No problem. And if you ever hear anything in a podcast or you listen to us later on WACK or WENY, send me a message. Send me a message on my Facebook page. That's usually the easiest way to get to me. I I do read what you say, and and I'll get to some uh, listener feedback that I got last night as well from my Wednesday show. But first, I want to talk about uh, New York State politics. I want to talk about what happened with the revelations that, that... Happened last night with Governor Cuomo. And New York Post was the one who broke the story. Headline, if you guys want to look it up, uh, Cuomo aide Melissa DeRosa admits they hid nursing home data so feds wouldn't find out. And so uh, Melissa DeRosa is the uh, secretary for Governor Cuomo. And she said that they froze out of fear the true numbers would be used against them by federal prosecutors. I wonder why they felt that. I wonder why they felt that they had to cover up, and this is what they're admitting to, they, they had to cover up the true number of nursing home deaths. They felt like the Trump administration was going after them. Oh, my goodness, they're, they're the victims here. They're the real victims here. Not the families that died as a result of Governor Cuomo's policy of putting COVID-positive patients in nursing homes. Oh, no, no, no. We, we, that, that part wasn't really discussed much in Governor Cuomo's book. Our, our, our Emmy-winning governor didn't uh, bring that up. Gee, I wonder why. They felt like the Trump administration was going to go after them. They're trying to position themselves as true victims here. And, you know, they they said, oh, uh, President Trump is, is tweeting how we killed everyone in nursing homes, going after these other governors. Well, yeah, I, that, that's one of the things that the, the Trump administration should be calling out. If we do care about... People dying in nursing homes as a result, as a direct result of policy, or just not understanding the situation, we need to take action to correct it. The state should be taking action to correct it. Instead, their instincts were to cover their butts. While family members and neighbors and friends died as a result of their decisions. And so now we're in a position where we're looking at this. We're starting to see exactly why they covered it up. It wasn't that they didn't understand what was going on. It wasn't that, you know, the, the data was just confused. It, it looks like they may have been intentionally hiding it. And we're going to find out more information on this. We're going to see. I, I, I do hope that there's 
a more concerted effort from the New York State Legislature and from the federal government to look into this. To me, this is this is impeachable. That that if Governor Cuomo had any hand in doing this, he should be removed from office. It seems criminal. I don't know what specific statute, but it seems criminal to me that our political leadership, Governor Cuomo, could be so cynical as to to look at this situation and think about himself and losing votes for Democrats. And, and there's there's a, a wild quote in the uh, the New York Post article that <laughs> says, again, this is. Uh, Melissa DeRosa here. So we do apologize. I do understand the position that you were put in. This is speaking to Democratic legislators. I do understand the position that you were put in. I know that it's not fair. It was not our intention to put you in the political position of the Republicans. Who cares? Who cares about that? People died. Who cares about your political prospects? If it is a political liability for Democrats. You need to fix it. That's what people want. People want to see you fixing the problem. They don't want to see you covering it up. Well, who? Oh, man. This is unbelievable. Like, like the, the cynicism of this is sickening. Like, every once in a while, I, I get surprised by, by the level of, of craven political action by the, the Cuomo administration. And... I know I shouldn't be shocked by it by this now. Like I know, like this is how New York State operates, and that's not acceptable. But like I get that that is the reality of the situation. We've known how Governor Cuomo has operated these past few years. This isn't new stuff. But man, like thousands of people dead, and their their instincts were to protect their political prospects. Now, to the credit of the. Democrats who heard this, uh, they they weren't too happy with it either. Um, let's see. Uh, Assembly Health Committee Chairman uh, Richard Gottfried, who's a Democrat from Manhattan, didn't really like that. He said, I don't have enough time today to explain all the reasons why I don't give it any credit, that any credit at all. Um, and another uh, state senator, Democrat Rachel May from Syracuse, who – had a tough time during our re-election bid, I guess, in part because of this, but said the issue for me, the biggest issue of all is feeling like a need to defend or at least not attack an administration that was appearing to be covering something up. The, the Democrats are smart enough to, to recognize that this is terrible, that the bigger political liability, if you want to be, again, that cynical about it, the bigger political liability is looking like you've lied about it and now you have to defend your tribe. To say, like, well, we've got to defend Cuomo because we've got to put party first. No, you don't. You, you don't have to do that. Democrats don't have to do that. Republicans don't have to do that when, when the Republican leadership messes up. No, do the right thing. Do the honest thing. Try to make sure that you are not lying or misrepresenting data to the public when it impacts the lives of friends and family or, or yourselves, too. Again, the, the, there might be people listening to this who have been in you – know, nursing facilities because it's not always people who are there for life we need people to be able to trust public officials right like that's that's the idea that's if if i'm approaching government in good faith we need to, to have trust in our governor and that's that's what like all the media was fawning over him these 
the last year, Governor Cuomo is coming out and telling the truth and telling it how it is and the full transparency, blah, 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 finding, never questioning what was actually happening. They, they felt good because he was, he was out there and present. And some, the drum we've been beating on the show this whole year is it doesn't matter if he's out there if it's all just an act. And he did win an Emmy for it. Was it because of his acting? I don't know. But it's hard to have faith in political leaders. And I, not that I, I have had much faith in Governor Cuomo at any point in time about this. But it's hard to have faith when it looks like they're trying to save their skin at the cost of their constituents, at the cost of the lives of our family and neighbors. So what Governor Cuomo did here should be impeachable. We should remove him from office. And I said this on Wednesday. I think impeachment, both at the, the presidential level and the uh, <laughs> the state level, should be easier. Now, it's not really all that simple in New York State to do that. It's It's difficult to remove a governor from office. But my goodness, if, if we can't remove a governor for something like this, what would we remove them for? What else? If they've, again, used their political position to misrepresent the truth to the public, and, and that's what it seems like happened now. Like maybe we're misunderstanding it, but they were so scared of the consequences of the Department of Justice going after them that they refused to release figures to people in their own party we're trying to get to the bottom of what was going on. Only after intense pressure internally and externally did they start to even budge on this stuff. She goes, Will Phillips asks, how is that? How is this not criminal? It does seem criminal. I don't know. Again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a prosecutor. I don't know like what specific charges to be, like obstruction of justice, and that. I, I don't know specifically what those laws are. But it does seem criminal to me as a, as a layperson. Like how how is this? How is this okay? Obviously, it's not okay from a moral perspective, but okay even from a legal perspective. That they may have been in an effort to avoid transparency with the Department of Justice misrepresenting numbers to the public. So the very least thing that lawmakers can do, and there's starting to be a growing movement for this, is at least take away the unilateral executive authority that Governor Cuomo has now to at least make it so he's not basically a dictator anymore. Take away his emergency powers. We can do that. Let's start there. And then the legislature can start taking back his power and do an actual real investigation. Democrats who control the state house. do you actually care about the people in New York? Do you actually care about this? Okay, now's your time to prove it. Now's your opportunity to make sure that your constituents can trust you too. That when your Democratic leader does something wrong, he will be held accountable. That the lives of your constituents and your districts matter more than the political opportunities you could lose by challenging the king. All right. Thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. Uh, if you want to participate in this conversation, give us a call, 585-346-3000, 585-346-3000. we back in just a few minutes. A Free Solution. 
All right, welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us again. We're live here until 1 o'clock, so give us a call, 585-346-3000. And we'll get to a couple of your comments here, too. Uh, Brian says, with this topic, I'm sorry I missed the first segment. Brian, don't worry. You can always go back and listen to the podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find A Free Solution. Just look it up. And Tim O'Connor says... This is simply a Cuomo aid falling on a sword. Standard operating procedure in organized crime. Yeah, what often happens in these situations is that one of the aides around the governor or a lower-level political figure will take the fall for this. They'll get some sort of, not exactly compensation, but they'll find a way to make sure that they are thanked for their sacrifice and the king is protected. All hail the king. I don't I don't know if this is going to work this time. I we'll, we'll see. Governor Cuomo seems to always find a way out of these situations. He's had plenty of other scandals in the past. He has vociferous defenders in the party ranks, people like that he's a tough guy, that he people think he's forthright. He's not, but people think he's forthright. People think that Governor Cuomo is the tough guy New York needs to save this state. Now, I, I don't know what would make you think that since he's been elected, but this is when I talk to my Democratic friends, and, and maybe some of you Democrats listening and want to call in and Tell me if you still like the guy. Rough day to do that. But when I talk to my Democratic friends, a lot of them still, still, I I talked to a friend a week ago, still, we are so lucky we live in New York because Governor Cuomo has done such a great job. What? What are you talking about? This is someone who's my friend, someone I, I, I very much care about, and I can't understand how you can look how Governor Cuomo handled this entire pandemic and think, yes, New York State is lucky to have him at the helm. Absolutely not. From more recent vaccine rollouts to the nursing home stuff to the arbitrary and ever-changing shutdowns, you know, it's still hard to tell if People can do stuff over the summer. Are we going to be able to do festivals over the summer? Are restaurants going to be open during the summer? Are schools going to be open? Since Governor Cuomo has unilateral authority to change these things and change the metrics for how we open and when, we don't know what's going to happen. We just issued an order that sports stadiums can open up at like 10% capacity now. Well, cool but like what changed why now and that's that's great i guess like i i'm i'm glad that could happen i kind of wish that happened with the bills playoffs games what changed it's all so arbitrary every single time and in this case they hid numbers for what seems like entirely self-serving reasons now again I, i'll put the the big the asterisks on this Governor Cuomo hasn't admitted to this yet. We'll see if he says anything over the weekend. We'll see if he says 
anything to to confirm or deny this. I don't know what we'll see. And I think the the only statement that they've said from this is that you know they were trying to be comprehensive and transparent in the responses to DOJ had to focus on resources. They had focused on other stuff. All right. Sounds like we got a call on the line, though. Bob from Rochester. Bob, what's on your mind? I have, I have a, a solution to the problem. Uh, Como, uh, we've got the Moreland Commission, and Como had he appointed uh, one of the members, and when it got close to Como, he shut it down. And sure so, did. Yeah. And so uh, um, the, the same thing would happen if the uh, – if the uh, attorney general from the state of New York uh, investigated. So the only way you're going to solve this problem is is for the uh, people who had loved ones in the nursing homes that died is to have a class action suit, and then you would have a independent uh, attorneys working working on it, and that that's the only way you're going to get an answer. That, that's my comment. Yeah. No, Bob, I, I think you're you're probably right that that's the only way – we're going to get answers out of this. I don't trust a state-appointed independent commission on this because you're right. This is what we saw with the Moreland Commission. This is supposedly an independent commission. And when it got too close to the governor, when it started to seem like, well, maybe there's a little corruption that got a little bit too close to the king, that got shut down, went away. And we did see, to, to her credit, the uh, attorney general who was elected separately from Governor Cuomo did kind of get the ball rolling on this stuff that we had started talking about months ago here on this station about the disparity between nursing home deaths and what was being reported by New York State. The attorney general did come out, risk her political reputation, take a swing at the king, basically, and came out and said, no, these numbers don't make sense. We've done our investigation. This is what's going to happen. But even then, I think you're right. In order to trust the results of this, this can't be something – Coming from the state legislature, I don't think a lot of people would even trust the Department of Justice. I think last I saw, I don't know if this has been updated since I last looked at it, but I think Governor Cuomo was supposed to be meeting with President Biden today. So do we do we trust the Biden administration to do this objectively? They have politics in this too. There's so much distrust nowadays. We need to do an investigation that's outside of that, that is truly independent, a class action lawsuit with independent lawyers advocating and gathering evidence on behalf of their families and having that all brought to court. I think that's the way we're going to get as close as possible to the truth. So, Bob, I really appreciate your, your comment, and, and I agree with you. I think that's that's the only way it's going to happen. And, and again, we, we have to ask are Democratic lawmakers, because the Democrats are the ones in power. We have to ask them to keep the governor accountable. I saw Jeremy Cooney, who's uh, not not my state senator, issue a statement on this too. Uh, I've, I've seen a couple others start to say, well, we at least need to take away the governor's emergency powers. Yeah, you, you should have done that anyway, but better late than never. Let's do that now. Let's make sure that he doesn't have the ability to change budgets, to change arbitrary COVID responses, they doesn't have the ability to to cover this up further. There should be an investigation done by the Senate. I, they 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 should do the due diligence where they can. I don't know that much is going to come out of that, and I don't know if we trust the results if they said, "Well, Cuomo actually did nothing wrong." It needs to be independent, and it might be just aides trying to cover up 
for for Cuomo. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it really does where the people around a politician will do unethical and sometimes even criminal things to protect their bosses. That sometimes that's what happens. And the people in New York, everyone, not but especially the families who've lost loved ones in nursing homes, deserve the truth on this issue. You deserve to know what happened. And it's difficult to hold the governor accountable. There's no recall process. There is an impeachment process, but there's no recall process. We the people can't initiate Governor Cuomo's removal from office like some states can. So we either need to hope that Democrats step up or elect people in a couple years to make sure that they do. And again, Governor Cuomo is going to be up for election in 2022. There will definitely be people challenging him, and it'll be interesting to see if the Democratic Party turns on him, if he doesn't face criminal charges or impeachment charges or anything else between now and then. All right. So I'll get to a few more of your comments. Uh, Michelle says, uh, federal appointed, not state. Yeah, maybe. Again, I, I, I'd say federal would be better in state appointments. So I, I agree with you there. Class action would have our taxes paying for debts, not hold Cuomo accountable, wouldn't it? It's Michelle again. Uh, yeah, that, that would. You know, we, we the people, we the taxpayers would end up paying for that. Which is why I think that maybe there should be some sort of liability insurance for politicians, too. I don't know how that would work. It would be tough, but we'll end up paying for that. All right. Thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. I'll get to a few more of your comments after the break, but thanks again for listening. If you want to participate in this conversation, either just saying what you you have to say to our producer or going live on air, give us a call, 585-346-3000. We'll be back with more from A Free Solution in a few minutes. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe. Safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585 200 3182. That's 585 200 3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. All right. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you being here. And we'll get to some of your comments. We did a call over the break. Joe said that Cuomo's book didn't include all these details for some reason. Yeah, Joe, I wonder why. I wonder why Governor Cuomo wouldn't want to include all the details about some of his policies that might not have worked. Now, if the governor were truly trying to inform the people, the nation, fellow governors, or people in the future 
who may be dealing with pandemics about the successes and the setbacks of his action during the pandemic. Why not include that? Why not be transparent in making sure that people understand where he went wrong? What Governor Cuomo should have done and something – I think I I was talking about this maybe Monday or something. What he should have done is as soon as he realized that it was a bad move to send COVID-19 positive patients back to nursing homes, should have been transparent about it, said, we didn't know. We thought we were going to need the hospital space. Like, I kind of get why they did it. It was a stupid move, but I get that there was a logic behind it. They thought that they would need the hospital space and it would be better to have people in care facilities where they can get medical treatment instead of having hospitals overflowing and having people out in tents and whatnot. Like there was – and they panic of a moment like – the logic to it but within weeks they could have seen how terrible enough an idea that was immediately reversed it came clean about it and said this was a mistake that we made and and maybe they didn't want to admit liability but this was we thought we we're making the best decision at the time that turned out to be incorrect and we're going to do better but that's not something we expect our politicians to do anymore. That's not something – well, I expect them to, but maybe not partisans. We should expect them to do that. We should expect them to come clean about stuff. We should expect them to be honest about this stuff. So you got to wonder, why didn't Cuomo include this in the book? Did it have to? Do, did he want to protect the sales? Did he want to look like the hero for a while? What was it? We need to know the truth in this. More comments. Uh, Brian says, GOP governor of Iowa is almost as authoritarian as your king, although she didn't send COVID-19 patients to nursing homes. Yeah, this isn't just a New York problem, folks. And I know we do have listeners outside of New York State, too. I I focus a lot on New York State because that's where I live, and Governor Cuomo may be, goodness, one of the worst governors. Well, it feels like it here. I know there are other other people in other states who, who feel very strongly about their governors as well. But across party lines, both GOP governors and Democrat governors, have abused their power and used arbitrary and draconian authority to shut down businesses, ruin livelihoods, and make mistakes with ham-fisted, one-size-fits-all policy as it relates to COVID. It's not just a New York thing, not just a Democratic thing. This is a political class problem. Tim McConnell says, Kevin, you're being too nice. We know what happened and have known for months. You're right, Tim. We have known about this for months. Something should have been done about it months ago. Democrats should have done something about this month ago. And now it's just that the other shoes dropped, that it's become too obvious to continue denying and protecting the governor anymore. And maybe they'll still go back to that. That's, that's what ends up happening a lot of the times. We've known about this for a while. Democrats have known about this for a while. Republicans have known about this for a while. We've been talking about this. I think I, talk, I talked about this over the summer, I think. We, we've known about it forever. And yet, still, very, very little accountability on behalf of the governor. The national media is finally, finally giving some coverage to this. They should. Tim McConnell says, and qualified immunity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and qualified immunity for politicians too, right? Should, and that, that's a legitimate, difficult question. 
to what extent do politicians have liability for the actions they commit in office, particularly when it's a unilateral action like Governor Cuomo? What amount of liability do they have for the damage that they cause to people? They have qualified immunity in the sense, too. Their, their actions aren't their individual actions. They can't be sued personally for implementing a bad policy in office unless it's criminal, in which case they can face those types of consequences. And this might be one of those cases. We'll see. But for the most part, if the government hurts you, the politician responsible for that bad policy doesn't personally have to pay out of pocket for what they've done. The government pays out of the pocket, which is another way of saying you pay out of pocket. Class action lawsuits, as Michelle said, and I read a comment earlier, they are paid for by us. So at the end of the day, I, I do agree with Bob's call that said a class action lawsuit is probably the only way we're going to get to the truth, but we're going to pay for that. Me and you, uh, us residents of New York, you guys outside New York, you ain't going to have to pay for it. But we'll have to pay for it. Mark Pator says, obstruction of justice is a crime punishable by prison. Time to convene a grand jury. So I, I ain't a lawyer, Mark, so I don't know for sure. But kind of seems like to me that's, but again, I'm not a lawyer. I, I, don't, I don't know for sure what's going on. And let's see. Uh... Jim Ostrowski says any convened uh, grand jury who experienced deaths in their jurisdiction can indict. And Jim Ostrowski is a, a, a well-known lawyer. He does a lot of Second Amendment cases. So it would be interesting. Maybe I'll have to ask Jim to, to comment in or to come on the show sometime if, if he wants to talk about that. I'll have to ask a lawyer to come on and inform us whether or not that this is something that can be done or if a district attorney wants to pursue that too. I don't know. Not sure. So appreciate all your comments. Thank you, everyone who has commented in. I know there's a a statement that got released a little while ago that I didn't quite read yet from Melissa DeRosa, and there's a whole bunch of discussion. I don't think this this is going to be the only day we're going to talk about this. I think we're going to keep finding out more stuff. We're going to see how Team Cuomo defends what seems indefensible right now did they have an actual good reason for not releasing things in a timely manner a reason that wasn't selfish and politically motivated because to me i mean and what do i know that's what it seems like right now it seems selfish it seems politically motivated it seems like they didn't want to face legal or political consequences for bad policy that stayed in place too long because they had the limelight on them. They had the glory on them. They were the saviors of New York State. And as I mentioned before, there are many Democrats who were fiercely loyal to him, fiercely loyal to Governor Cuomo and the effort that he made. And it made it seem like maybe there is a political future for Governor Cuomo beyond New York State, too. He didn't seem like he was interested in running for anything this time, but you have to wonder if that's what he's going to do in the future if he's looking at cabinet positions or whatever, whatever it is. Is that still on the table for him? I sure hope not. I hope that the Democrats don't look at the situation and say, yeah, you know what we need to do with this guy? 
We need to give him more power. He's done such a great job in New York. Let's bring that to the federal government. Anyone looking at this situation honestly can see what a mess this is. I hope the Biden administration isn't thinking about that. We we don't need we we don't need to export Governor Cuomo to the the rest of the United States. Let's. I would like to reduce his power where he is. I, I hope that the state legislature takes away his power. I hope they consider impeachment over this. We should be impeaching more officials all the time. Whenever they, they, they break their trust, whenever they break the Constitution, U.S. or New York State, whenever they enact harmful policies that harm, kill, cover up, whatever they're doing, if they're breaking the law, if they're acting unethically, let's get them out. Let's get them out of here. In New York State, we don't have recall. So it's got to be the politicians doing it. They've got to do it to each other. There's a lot of incentive for them not to do that. There's a lot of incentive for Democrats to just say, oh, we're going to move on from this. Oh, he made a mistake. Oh, he was just scared of Trump. We know how scared we should be of Trump. Trump is a fascist, so we got to be scared of him. And it's understandable that you'd, you'd act in such a way after such a, a brutal and ugly Trump administration going after you. It's a different time. No, it wasn't. It is always the right time to do the right thing. And what Cuomo's secretary admitted to is him doing the wrong thing, the selfish thing, a thing that hurt people, betrayed the trust. Okay, when we come back, I'll get to I'll get to some feedback that I got to from Wednesday's episode. We'll talk about that a little bit because I know that people are really passionate about that. And I do want to let you know that when you guys send me stuff, I do read it. I do take it seriously. We'll talk about that a little bit and maybe a couple other things. Thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. If you have any other thoughts on this or other topics before we close out our Friday, give us a call 585-346-3000. 585-346-3000. We'll be back on A Free Solution in a few minutes. This is Kevin Wilson, the host of A Free Solution. If you're enjoying this episode right now, you think that me and Larry Sharp are providing good content to you, I'd appreciate you doing us a favor. We have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash a free solution, pledge to donate five, ten dollars a month, just a, a few bucks a week, and this helps us create new content, hire better researchers, get better guests, and Helps us stay on air, too, because it's not totally free to be on the air. Give $5, $10 a month to our Patreon. And as a reward, we also give you exclusive early access to some of our episodes and bonus content as well. Stuff that you will no longer be able to find on the podcast. So go to patreon.com slash a free solution to support our show and make sure that me and Larry Sharp can give you the best content possible. Thanks. A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to get to some feedback. I got again when you when you do send me emails, I read them. I promise to do. You send me emails, send me messages on either the Kevin Wilson Libertarian Facebook page, my Twitter. You can send me a DM. You can send me a message on a Free Solution that Facebook page. I read those things. So you send me stuff. I, I do look at it. I read it. I take it seriously. I love user feedback. I, I want to get closer to the truth because sometimes I'm wrong. I admit I'm wrong. But I got some user feedback. Wednesday, I talked about 
some of the election fraud stuff. That wasn't really my intention. I was going to talk about <laughs> I was going to talk about the criminal charges Trump was going to face in Georgia, but for uh, asking the Secretary of State in Georgia to find votes, and so now there's a prosecutor in Fulton County, which is Atlanta, uh, talking about pressing charges against criminal charges against President Trump. And that's in addition to charges that he's facing in, in New York State right now. Didn't get into that much. Uh, so we got into a discussion about the election fraud stuff. So so I got an email from uh, th- this guy named Mark, and he, he put out uh, a handful of statements, you know, talking about uh, dead voters, talking about the, the Mike Lindell documentary, uh, talking about Dominion voting machines. Um, so there's a, the, a handful of things here, kind of short paragraph, and then I guess in a meme to uh, just if you guys send me something, just put it send, send me some links of stuff. I like links. I like I don't I I have looked this stuff up. I have watched the hearings. I don't know how many hours I didn't write it down, but I have looked this stuff up. Send me links, send me court documents, send me photographic evidence. If you send me memes, it's it's a lot more work for me to do that. <laughs> to to like discuss that with you but send me something a little bit more substantive i appreciate that i do appreciate the email no matter what but you want to get to to part of it that says you know uh until i change my appearings my my opinions i'm not worthy of airtime that i should move to a liberal station and and mark you're trying to cancel me man (laughs) uh you're trying to get me canceled it's all right it's fine you know i like i again i respect the opinion of people listening. I love you guys who are passionate about this issue and are passionate about justice. I appreciate what you're doing. Keep talking to me. I'm not always going to agree with you. That's what it is. And when it comes to stuff President Trump says, stuff that the Republican Party says, I'm I'm not loyal to them. I, I don't – I care about policy. I care about principles. I care about doing the right thing and getting to the truth. So just because someone says something doesn't mean I'm going to automatically agree with them. I want to avoid, best I can, confirmation bias. I just spent three quarters of the show talking about how much I think Governor Cuomo may have committed criminal actions. I'm obviously not a big fan of him or the Democratic Party. So you, you know where I stand on that stuff. And Libertarian Party, too. They're, they're not always right. When they do something really stupid, I will say so. It does happen every once in a while. I, I kind of worn that on my sleeve. I'm a libertarian. I, I ran as a libertarian party candidate. That's where I'm at. But when they do something dumb, I'll, I'll say so. I want you guys to think that I'm honest and, and send me feedback when, when you think I'm full of crap. Like, but libertarian party example, when, when Bill Wells started doing his stuff, I was very frustrated with that, as, as were many other people in the party. They don't always get it right either. Political parties are made of people. Sometimes people do dumb things that I disagree with. It happens. So it, in regards to the evidence, I'm not, I'm not going to go through all this stuff in detail. There's there's some accusations made about like the Dominion voting machines being owned by Venezuelans. That That is true, that there were Venezuelans who moved to the United States and were founding this company. That That is true. But that doesn't mean that they've done anything specifically wrong. There's the Mike Lindell documentary stuff. It's interesting to watch because places like Newsmax and OAN are trying very hard 
to, to cover their butts right now. There's a, a a great interview with Mike Lindell talking with uh, uh, Newsmax and the producer frantically trying to read off a statement saying, we found nothing, none of this to be true, uh, please, please stop talking. And they're, they're worried they're going to get their, their butt suit off. And it does sound like that we have a caller on the line. I think it was Linda from Cuba, New York. Linda, yeah. you with us? Hi. I just want to um, let you know that um, if they're going to impeach uh, Cuomo, they're going to have to make sure it's taken out of the assembly's uh, the leader of the assembly's house because um, they are they will never ever uh, pass anything, even bipartisan, if they don't feel they it's there, it's just not their day to do it. I've been trying to get a law passed for years now, and they are the ones, the three men in the room, and the New York State Assembly, the the, the uh, majority leaders of that assembly, will not pass it. And it would benefit everyone. So just so you know, we, we got to make sure this goes into courts if they're going to be legitimately. I know it's a, it's a bipartisan thing. I think there's a lot of good Democrats in New York. There's some excellent Republicans all looking for our better good. And Cuomo has definitely um, turned the ship on that. He, he was a, At one time, I thought he was doing a pretty good job. But he's definitely gone south on that. Um, so we got to make sure that if it's going to get done, it's going to get done proper. Yeah, no, absolutely, Linda. And it, it's going to be difficult because right now the the Speaker of the Assembly, regardless of who it is, as Carl has to do right now, but regardless of who it is, it makes it very difficult for members to be able to bring bills to the floor to have a full vote. So if the Speaker doesn't want it to happen, it doesn't happen. That works that way in New York State, and it works that way in Congress as well. It's, it's for, Justice Amash has a, a lot to say about that. But in New York State, I, I talked with members of the Assembly who who found it very difficult to to bring things forward, particularly if they're in the minority. If you're you're not in political favor, then it is tough. And, and Linda, I appreciate you saying too that you you you've started to change your opinion of Cuomo because I I, I do know other people like that too. You, Sometimes you have to change your opinion of political leaders when they start to lead you astray. So I appreciate your call, Linda, and that is a important thing to think about and something to start asking your members of the assembly about, Democrat or Republican. Would you support this? How are you going to take action on this? How are you going to make sure that Governor Cuomo and his team is held accountable for what appears to be a cover-up? How are we going to know that the truth is out. What are you, my member of the assembly, going to do that? That's what we need to do. And and we do need to think about that reform. How do you – there was – I'm going to forget the assembly person who was pitching this to me. I think he actually may have lost the election. But there, there's an assembly person who was pitching you know, the ability of all members of the assembly to bring at least one bill to the floor for a full up or down vote. Once a year, and that still hasn't happened yet. It's still very difficult for members of the assembly to to have a voice, and that is a sickness in our political system that affects us at all levels of government. We have centralized power in the executives and in political leadership in 
legislative bodies as well. So it does end up being that three men in a room process in New York State and at the federal level. Real quick, uh, Will Phillips, if I had a magic wand, I'd remove all political parties. Until then, go with what's best. Libertarians haven't messed anything up yet. Very true, Will. <laughs> that is true. All right, so thank you so much for joining us here on A Free Solution. Get, give me that feedback. You, you like something I said? Tell me. That's fun. Give me all the praise. Love that. If you don't like something I said, I can take it too. I, I, I do read your stuff. I do take it seriously. I'm not going to let people cancel me. Not yet. I haven't said anything that dumb yet. But I appreciate your feedback. Keep sending it to me. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back on Monday with more from A Free Solution. Have a wonderful weekend.